Now then, we're back, back and fresh after a little break away. We've been on a little break in our day van that we were supposed to buy in five years, but we've got the opportunity of buying it five years early. The only flip side is we've already booked this year's holidays, so it won't get much use. So we're just trying to fit little breaks in, in between. We've had a couple of days away and it's been great. No TV, just chilling out and switching off. But back to this week's podcast recorded with a good friend of mine, Andy Stewart of Chemfix UK, also known as the company that produces other major products such as Metalux, two-part wood filler, and probably the most common that we all know, timber build epoxy wood repair. Now the sound on this, it was okay, but me and Andy recorded it after having a pub lunch, so there's a bit of background noise, but just bear with it, it is audible. Um, but Andy's a great guy and timber build do some brilliant products and the support you get from these guys is amazing if you ever want to do a course reach out to them the details will be in the show notes and just I think it's only fair that rather than one-on-one it's nice if you get a few of you together and make it worthwhile for these guys because they will come out and give you a free demo come training so you know the score by now grab your earphones get a brew put your feet up and give us a listen and as always we'd appreciate your feedback welcome to this episode of the brothers of the brush podcast a podcast by decorators for decorators with me your host chris kerfoot So, on this week's Bobcast, we have Andrew Stewart, or do you prefer Andy? Andy, yeah. And, Andy fine. Stewart, who is part of Timberbuild. Hello, Chris, how are you? I'm fine, thanks you. Excellent, I'm very yeah. well, thank you. So, who's in the Stewart household? Uh, the Stewart household is me, my wife, Donna, and two kids. Are you a Donna as well? Uh, well I am, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Two girls, ten and six. Oh, two house full of girls. Fun. Girls are all right. Girls yeah. are fun. Raging hormones when the teenagers, you'll have a right fun there. Yeah, I know. I'm still in the safe. I'm still in the safe period. In the safe zone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good fun. So um, let's just clarify, what is your role within Timberbuild? Um, I work on, I'd say, sales and marketing. I'm, I'm office-based most of the time. Um, and I answer quite a few technical queries on, on the phone as well. Yeah. Besides, uh, I look after the social media yeah. output, um, talk to decorators as often as I can, Yeah. Um, work on new products, improving them, and talk to distributors as well, go yeah. to the trade fairs. So you, it's, it's a part of your job, would be gathering feedback, what yeah. trades people, I'll not say generalise it to decorators, but because obviously you supply to other than decorators, but what trades people like and don't like, yeah. feedback and see whether it's worthwhile what? implementing yeah. them changes. Sometimes it might be, no, it's going to make it up to 50 quid a tube, so it's not <laughs> point doing that, is it? Obviously, yeah, we get, yeah. Uh, you know, I get feedback every day yeah. about things. Why, why um, can't so we have it self-mixing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one's made a mixer yet. That yeah, that's what I mean, it just puts price up in it, but yeah. to a degree you're, you're feeding back stuff and saying, you know, they the said, can we improve this? You know, ultimately you want to you want to produce a product everyone wants to buy. 
That's right. You know, not that sat on the shelf because people think it's hard work. That's right. I think people think it's easy. They do find it easy to use currently. Yeah. Um, we're always trying to make improvements or tweaks, yeah. I'd say. Um, I must say, one that sells for me is it rubs down easy mm -hmm. compared to some other. Because I think there's you and another main one, and then I think there's a third one that's sort of a broken thing. I've tried that, that were like worst one ever to sand down. Yeah, we, yeah, that's so, as soon as it got warm with sand, it were awful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's very easy to rub down, and that's we aim for that, yeah, because you don't have to be as precise then with the repair, yeah, and you can always you can finish. titivate it when you're done. That's right, yeah, um, and decorators are used to that. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, there's always a bit of titivating. So, who's in the timber build company? How many do you employ? Is it massive? Because you're not just obviously wood resins. I've known them where they do like the test tube things with the resins in for fixing. That's right, yeah. we do that as well, besides the two packing tins. Yeah. Um, they're a mainly manufacturing based yeah. uh, company. So, we do have uh, Brian on the road, and we have several internal salespeople. Um, obviously, lab technicians and yeah. chemists and uh, the like. Brian's a demo guy, isn't he? Brian's a demo yeah, guy. Yeah, he's pretty cool for an oldish bloke. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he's so, pretty cool. No, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He does a lot of travelling. Yeah. Um, everybody loves him. Who so, so, if anybody wants to have a demo or a training session with Timber Build, how yeah. do they go about that? Just contact us. Yeah. And we'll is, it, is it a minimum requirement of people if anybody's up for it? Not really. I can say um, you've got to make it worth your while, haven't you? Yeah, that's, this past couple of years, um, obviously it's, we haven't done as, the big training sessions because yeah. of COVID, but Brian has been getting out and about and seeing individuals. Yeah. Sometimes if they're just about to start a, a big project, yeah. uh, this is often the best time to have yeah. a go at it. Yeah, because um, it'll show them and then it's fresh in yeah. their mind and they're at it next day, whereas if I did training now, yeah. Six months, I'll be like ringing Brian up. How do you do that again? That's right. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's proper on the job. Yeah. Um, Brian will probably end up doing half the repairs for you as well. Yeah. <laughs> cheap labour. Top yeah. tip there. Cheap labour. Get a demo, whether you know what you're doing or not. It yeah. gets a lot labour done. But it's absolutely free of charge. Yeah. Um, we'll bring down the kit. Yeah. For you to use every aspect of it. We'll go through every single yeah. aspect of it and make sure that you see that's a bonus for me because it's free of charge to do the course mm -hmm. because. We're using your product and you're not charging us to learn how to use your product to so me we're going to win so i think well we're not paying twice in theory basically it helps us that you're using the product correctly yeah so that's what we want yeah you know we're, we're not trying to make money off of training yeah we just want you to be happy to use the product yeah um, that's win-win then so going back to your products what in your opinion i mean you'll probably know better than most what is your best seller out of all the products you do the bread and butter product is the, the resin, yeah. the HB60. Uh, it's probably the number one in yeah. sales because that's, that's the more general product on yeah. repairs. ERC tends to be a little bit more specialised for splicing in your new wood. It yeah. tends to go more to the sash window companies, people yeah. like that. Um, and then you've got your timber glaze, which is very, very popular as well. Yeah. Uh, so we sell a lot of that. Cool. So. In, in your opinion, what sets your company apart from the other companies that offer similar products, whether it be the timber stuff or the industrial stuff? Well, we're British for a start. Yeah. We make all our products in this country. Yeah, in in our they're all made in house then, aren't they? Yeah, everything's yeah. made in a single factory. Yeah. Um, we're a smallish company, so we're quite intimate. We're able to give you good 
good service. Yeah. You know, and you can, yeah. you know, you, you deal, you deal in direct, it's not a, you, you're not outsourcing your, your manufacturing. That's right. There's yeah. no middleman involved. Yeah. You know, you just, you're speaking to the manufacturer. Yeah. And I think that's probably our key strength. Yeah. Just the service we can You're get. based up in West Yorkshire, aren't you? Representing West Side. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good old uh, Leeds. Yeah. Um, Poorer Yorkshire. <laughs> I'm joking. No, I always have a little dig. I'm from South Yorkshire. We always have a dig about, and now I'm in East Yorkshire. We have a joke about what we call Wessies, which at West Yorkshire a lot. The Wessies, yeah, I heard that a yeah. lot. Well, but but yeah. where, where in South Yorkshire were you from? Rotherham. All right. Yeah, yeah. Rotherham. Yeah. I'm leaving Doncaster now. But. Yeah, I'm Rotherham, and I went to school in Maltby. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. But I, I am a Wessie though. And then I did my apprenticeship in Chesterfield, which is Derbyshire. Now I live in East, York, East Yorkshire. I'm a bit, a bit like dog turd everywhere. <laughs> so, what have you got any new upcoming products that you can give at Scoop on that are in the pipeline? Or yep, this is um, the EWS is just about. We've just sold the last of the old packaging. Um, which I will accept was a little bit messy to use. That, that's the two little bottles of liquid in it with it with the caps that are always sticky. That's the one. That's the primer. So you get two bottles that you have to mix together, and, and the caps that came with it. Yeah. I'll, I'll be the first to admit they were a bit messy to use, and the, yeah. the bottles weren't the best either. They weren't the strongest. Um, we've also gone up in size, so you can buy a 300 milliliter pack now. Yeah. And the way the bottles are is, it's. You might have seen it. It's a squeezy type bottle with um, a separate chamber on it. Yeah, a bit. Redex are a bit like that. Redex is easy for that. I remember, yeah, Redex. Yeah, the additive where you. Yeah, you yeah, your fuel additive. Amount. Yeah, you That's squeeze it. it and it like pumps it through. The, it reminds me of the things you used to get on top of demijohns where it pumps it up into the top. Yeah. And that, you've got your right amount of mixture. That's right. That yeah. kind of thing. So That's you, you idea, just yeah. measure out your two components. Yeah. Perfectly. Less mess. Less mess. Less no sticky mess. caps. I was used to wipe them sticky caps out with a wet wipe because yeah. it's probably awful things. Then you end up with a sticky bottle every time you use it. So you have to put your rubber gloves on just to mix your stuff up, which you're supposed to anyway. But That's right. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this is going to be a with better value for a start because you can buy a bigger pack. And yeah. I think it'll encourage people to use the primer a lot more, which yeah. you should be using, by the way. Yeah. When you're doing a repair. Do you find people tend not to use it as well? Because to me, that's that just cutting an element of the process out. Possibly. You're just asking for it to fail. Because people aren't really used to using a primer with a filler. Yeah. Um, but you should use, maybe they, they, a lot of people think it's a hardener, but it's not a hardener as such. It is a primer. Is the so, primer sort of like a, a weaker, thinner version of the actual resin itself? In a sense, yeah, yeah. because it is yeah. an epoxy. So yeah. you can call it a liquid epoxy, basically. Yeah. It's, it does stop the rot from coming back, but it also helps the repair um, stick. Yeah, much better. So yeah, because I've known people oh, I'll just bang a bit of wood hardener on instead because I've run short of that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but just use the. You'll inva invalidate any warranty. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. So, what changes can you see coming in your trade with this, and you know whether it's the trade, the materials? Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, I mean, I've got my brother-in-law onto it because he he don't do it so much now, but he used to do sash windows. Now he does kitchens, bedrooms because there's more money in it. Mm -hmm. uh, but on sash windows, you're like, oh. I spent 360 quid on that Timberville stuff. Oh, that I think you're always going to moan here. But it saved me about two grand's worth of work taking sash windows out. Oh, yeah. You know, but is, is that, you know, is, are they changes to the coming where other than just decorators, it's other trades using it? Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, another side is the heritage yeah. sort of work. Um, yeah. I see a lot more of that coming through. Yeah. Um, you know, properties and people want to retain the old features now yeah. even on 
you know, not listed buildings, but regular buildings. The, More interested in keeping the wooden windows. Yeah. Rather than the, the common problem or the common thing I see on social media is I don't know if it's people not being trained or they forgot. Is when they're doing a repair and say it's a, oh, I forgot what they call it, renovation joint, the proper name for it. Uh, they don't route it out. A conservation joint. Yeah, that's it. They don't route the conservation because it's supposed to be like a six mil route out, isn't it? Yeah. And then you're supposed to, we always taught, sand uh, an inch paint off around your repair because if you don't, your resin ain't guaranteed to stick to the paint. If your paint fails, it'll take that layer of resin which will lift edge. Yes. But I see so many people that don't bother sanding around it mm -hmm. or they don't sand enough. That's a good point. You should yeah. uh, most definitely sand back to bare wood. Yeah. 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 We always just aim for an inch around it, around your repair, so you've got a bit of overlap if you need it. That's it. Yeah, I suppose good. if you don't, it's akin to a, a plasterer skimming his new bit of plaster onto old wallpaper in an house sort of thing, yeah. which we've all decorators have come across. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah. Um, so where do you see the company in the next five to ten years moving forward? Uh, growth, growing. Yeah. Um, we're looking to sell more outside of the United Kingdom, which yeah. we do already. Yeah. Uh, we've got... There'll be a big market for it if we've got no others out there, won't they? I think there's, in a lot of countries there doesn't seem to be a product that's like ours. Yeah. That people use and they love it. Um, and there's a lot of call for it from, from yeah. end users. Um, so this will eventually... This will you, eventually you've just got happen. to get awareness out there for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and get distributors to take yeah. the product on, obviously. Yeah. And we're looking in at USA and Canada. Yeah, um, they're still wanting to trade with England after Brexit. I think more than ever. <laughs> Absolutely. I know Adam over in Australia, expat. Yeah. Uh, he, he's a big lover of it, isn't he? At dope. Yeah, Adam's great. Yeah, yeah. He, he gets in touch with me quite a lot. Yeah. And, and to tell me how good it is and that he's using yeah. it. And that's great. Yeah, we've got a distributor in Australia. Yeah. He's really good. He's really helped us yeah. push the product. So for, so for timber builders as a whole, what's been... I mean, I won't ask you because it's, it's, it's a personal thing, but for Timber Build as a whole, what's the worst moment been in business? Um, well, the last 12 months or well, two years probably have not been yeah. the best. Yeah. That's been a really tough it's Been testing period. for a lot, hasn't it? Yeah, sure. Well, it, it has for us, but I imagine people working from home, people like yourself, yeah. staff shortages, people bouncing in and out of work because they're off because they've tested positive. That's it. Yeah. yeah we, we've never actually closed the factory, but we've had... Everybody working from home virtually. Yeah. Um, at, at one point. Yeah. Uh, we are pretty much back to normal now on yeah. that front. Were you classed as essential then? Um, it was a little it would bit be, of a industrial area. side. Yeah. yeah. In in one sense we were. Yeah. The, we, we read obviously the government narrative and everything and. Yeah, which were it and miss anyway. But yeah. you yeah, can do, ever you can stay in but go out. That's right. And nothing's <laughs> you, ever you, black you, and white. You, you can make resins, but you can't. Yeah. <laughs> So we, in one sense, we read it that we are, yeah. you know, we are able, as long as we're taking all the precautions, the office yeah. staff, and so, and that which must we be, did. That must be a massive expense, yeah. even yeah. just in extra signage and plastic shields and everything around. Oh, sure. You know, when you go, it's like when you go in a restaurant, they had all the plastic shields. Yeah. You know, they're already suffering, but they've got to fork out for that lot. I know. In one sense, it was good because, such as our, our stand company, we were able to sort of switch. Um, what they were doing to yeah. put up these yeah so instead of display of stands for shows they can do these ones instead yeah so in yeah. one sense it had yeah. some benefit well um, I, th I find a lot of companies have had to pivot mm. and some have some have done it successfully and come up probably out the other side better and some have failed miserably yeah you know but i mean for your guys it's just business as normal they're always going to need the resins aren't they 
Well, yeah, we, we, the DIY thing sort of took off a lot yeah. during lockdown. So it was we were strangely busy on such as two-pack filler and, and timber yeah. as well. Said, okay, it, yeah, of course, it, I forget you guys do two-pack filler, don't you? Because yeah. it's, are we allowed to say which one yours is? Which brand it is? Um, yes. Yeah, it's the Metalux one, isn't it? Metalux, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, Metalux is yours, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I remember that now, yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot about that, that you do two-pack, yeah. So, yeah, because <laughs> when you said the DIY side, I was thinking, well, how do DIYs know about bloody resin? Well, I'm but obviously the, as well. Yeah, but the, obviously the, the Metalux sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the two-pack, uh, we just sold record amounts of it. Yeah. During, during lockdown, it was bizarre. Yeah. Um, ah, it is, that, know, is to, it? to watch that yeah. happening was weird. That is a strange product to yeah. double in production. So, what would be any advice or takeaways that you could give the listeners? What in their day to day? Yeah. I'd say sell sell your skills. Yeah. You guys that's sell your one. skills. Yeah, I've never heard that one. That's a good one. Yeah. And particularly if you're a timber build user or you want to be a timber build user yeah learn how to sell that skill to yeah to your customers and say look i can save you a lot of money on your, your repairs on a joiner <laughs> yes <laughs> very often they don't realize and this is the one thing i do hear so yeah. much is wow you know this guy was so pleased with yeah. us or, um, yeah for, for what we saved him in repairs yeah so room one-on-one style three things you'd bin. Don't have to be work related, can be anything you like in life. Okay. The three things you'd bin permanently that annoy you. Um, what springs to mind? Potholes in the road. Um, <laughs> <laughs> never, oh, never get repaired or they the, do get repaired. They've they actually just been out. doing them round near us, but yeah. they're, they're not doing the tar seal out edge, so water gets in, freezes and pops back out, so yeah. it's a defeated object. But yeah, I get you with potholes. Because we've had another bad winter, haven't we? You know, we haven't really had much snow, but it's just, snow. Yeah, it's just everything else, it's, isn't it? It's been very cold for a long time, yeah. a lot of rain. Yeah, we eat one on seafront in Carter the week, and obviously you've seen our car, it's, it's got some like 35 or 40 wall tyres on, and when yeah. it, it went with right, bang, we're like, <laughs> just new wheel, it. luckily we got away with it, you know, yeah. but they've been out and done them since, mm. you know, but they've just not done the tarsio. So go on then, potholes. Potholes, um, car related as well, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and this is... And I know it's, it's a bit counterintuitive, this, because I know when these guys are repairing the road, yeah. it seems to be always in the middle of the night, doesn't it, on the motorway? You know, when you're just about to get home, yeah. and you're just about to pull off your junction, and yeah. it's closed, and it's 11 o'clock at night. They've, they've been doing it near us in rush hour. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's worse from, or better. From us to sure. Beverly, do it in rush hour, in yeah. middle of the day, and you're thinking, what? You know, because obviously we're not busy at night, mm. you know, we're not 24-7 where we are, we're quiet, but they decide to pick school one time to do it. And you think, oh man. There's no magic answer, is there? I don't no. know, build, build the roads out of rubber or something? Be more efficient, we're keeping yeah. on top of it. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. And then they'd be up in your council tax, wouldn't they, blaming yeah. it on that. But what else? I don't like queuing for things. And yeah. I hate bad service as well, yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Uh, uh, waiting on on hold on yeah. <laughs> hours on end, and that's that music that you get. Yeah, being told that you are important. That yeah. must be everyone's pa- patronising music. It's when enough music comes on, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's when the sound like stuff comes on, <laughs> like what we call Matland music, where they can't afford license, so they have some sound like yeah. on. So Jesus singing it. I promise you, you'll never have that at Kemfix. <laughs> so talking of Kemfix, where do we find you guys on? on social media and online we are on social media that's right uh, facebook instagram 
Twitter feeds. We've got um, the website and YouTube videos on there if you want to have a look at the product without using it, yep. just to get a feel for it, what it does, then YouTube's a good place to start. TikTok? Um, not yet, but coming soon. <laughs> yeah, coming soon, I'm TikTok. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I'm, I'm not a TikTok lover. <laughs> no, you're not, why not? No. I think it's my age. I, I, I think it honestly yeah. is me because I go on there and it's just young wannabes, which is no wrong with it, but young wannabes prancing about in life. And I think, <laughs> Give it a few years, Chris. Just wanting to get noticed. Yeah, my, yeah, my daughter will do it. I'll be going bloody <laughs> ape, you won't. I'll be going loopy with her. But um, other than that, what are your own personal hobbies? Um, I like motorsport, particularly, yeah. particularly rallying, yeah. the discipline of rallying. Um, I, I, I'm in a motor club, I marshal quite a lot yeah. a lot on the rallies. Because I know you're marshalling one near me soon, aren't you? Yes, I am, yeah. yeah First time it's been our way, that. Well, yeah, recently the government announced that they were allowing closed road events yeah. on normal highways. What, what's changed there then? Why are they allowing that? Um, I think one element of it is a lot of the forestry land that was being used isn't is becoming more expensive, not as readily available. Yeah. And um, the motorsport body have been lobbying the government. So I'm assuming, assuming government to... get a cut for doing it then? No, I don't think so. Yeah. But I mean, it brings... It, gener it generates it, money it, it elsewhere, generates, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, exactly, revenue for that. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I, I don't job I start on Tuesday, she's pretty peeved because <laughs> it's coming through, it's, it's like yeah. little back village, it's coming through there. Yes. She's heading down to London and she's got to be escorted out at, out at village, a bit please. Yeah, um, yeah. unfortunately we, the road does have to be closed for, yeah. the, for the entire day of the, of the event, but we, or the motor clubs will tend to go for patches of road that have very few residents on it. It's, it's, it's a, um, I tell you what, it's a belting road for a rally, it's bloody mm. tricky. Yeah. Even without, I mean, I'm not a rally driver, when I go down in my van I'm not slow, but did much of a thing that Verges are soft as. That's right, it'll be a, yeah, be it'll a be great, watch, great to watch as yeah, well. Yeah, so other than that, what are your other hobbies? Um, music is, is my other big passion. Yeah. Playing the guitar. Yeah. Um, are you any good? No, not really. Just get by. I get by with my chords yeah. and what have you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've played since, uh, since I'm in my 20s, I think. Yeah. So, what, so what genre are you into? What genre of music? Yeah. Um, I mean, more rock than pop, if, yeah. if you get what I mean. Yeah. But I, when I grew up, you know, coming in 14, 15 years old, then that was the big grunge thing. Yeah. Coming on. And then it sort of went into the dance yeah. craze, if you like, when I was at university. So I've got a real mix of musical tastes. Yeah. I like a lot of different things. So I missed out on the old Manche Manchester thing. That was never my thing. I missed no. all that. I mean, I was in. I was in that. I was into that. I mm. like the Happy Mondays. I like the Stone Roses. Yeah, um, yeah. They've had a couple. See, I was never a massive Oasis fan either. I wasn't a massive a Oasis ones. fan, but I, yeah. I did. Look, I like the first album when it, when it first came out. The first. Yeah, album I think was great. everybody did, and everybody knows songs off it, don't mm. they? When they come on, everybody gets up. It's a guaranteed bloody pleaser, isn't it? I didn't like their follow-ups. Yeah. Not the two or three albums after it, but then when it a little bit. Then they, they did a few they've done a few good songs since then. I yeah, think. and I do like them. I like Noel. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's been great to finally catch up with you. It's took a while. I know. Yeah, to get organised everything that's going on. Yeah, uh, but I'm sure if anybody wants any more info on Timberbuild, yep, uh, we'll put the links in show notes and they can hit you up. And if if they fancy a training course, for me, it's nice that you'll come out and do it. But I think 
on a fairness thing, if, if, if somebody can get a couple together and make it worthwhile, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, it'd be nice for you guys as well. But yeah, well, I've been on one of these training things and they are pretty good and Brian's a good laugh as well. Yeah, yeah. we will hope to get some group ones together. Because yeah. they are good those, because everybody can get together, it's much more of a social yeah. get together thing. Get some road shows on go. Yeah, I yeah. think we, we want to do that now things are opening up. Yeah. Um, and we're doing some fairs this year as well, um, which... You know, you're always welcome to come to those. And yeah, where were they at then? Details. Just in case we didn't know. We're doing the TD Live at Old Trafford, um, which is... is that's a couple of weeks, isn't it? Is that the one I've seen advertised recently? No, that's... Or is that the virtual one? We've got the Scottish show in March. Yeah. Which was rescheduled. I've seen a trade decorator. Event. Is that the virtual one, the trade decorator? No, this, no this is the actual show. The yeah. one that was due to go... I think a few years in ago. 2020. Yeah, Old Trafford, weren't yeah. it? And obviously, because of everything going yeah. down, they couldn't. Well, that's See, back to the original date in June. Yeah. Yeah. See, it'd be nice to have one up north. Because mm. I've always said, and people say, yeah, but Coventry's central. It's not. If you live up north, Coventry is central. Not really. You know, I think Sheffield would make a great spot. Sheffield, Leeds. Yeah. They're all on backbone at M1. Mm. I'm not sure if, the, if it's stuck at Old Trafford, it might yeah. move about. That'd yeah, but I've always said Sheffield or Leeds, they're always on M1, straight mm. up and down for everybody. It'd be good, though, not it? Not to have yeah. it in one spot. And, yeah, well, Germany do. People have heard me talk about it before, but German one, they move it. That was supposed to be next month. I was supposed to be going. That was um, Munich this year. It was cloned three years ago. Yeah. It was Munich this year, but they've, they've moved it back. Uh, but they, they move it every three years, but they just go between Munich and Cologne. But I'm assuming that's because it's size of Germany. It just makes mm. it fair. Yeah. I, yeah I mean, we're not the massive country, but Coventry's but not But travelling around is difficult and expensive, yeah. isn't it? Coventry's so. what? For me, three hours. So that ain't central. No. Yeah, it's, uh, Sheffield's pretty fair. Leeds, Nottingham, mm-hmm. any of them doubt in one. So if anyone's listening, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> but brilliant, Andy. Thanks very much, and cheers for uh, Welcome, cheers for Chris. coming on. It's nice been one. A pleasure. Cheers. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed these podcasts as we delve into people's lives and stories, whether it be the ups, downs, wins, and losers. We've all been there in some shape or form, and we aren't alone. I'd really appreciate it if you're enjoying these. If you could show your support by subscribing sharing and maybe even leaving us a cheeky review on itunes 